This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia! I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, sure foot. Emily Axford. Ready to avenge Mauser as the... Dueling Jouster, Calliope <laughs> Petrichor. Justice for Mauser. Justice for Mauser. <laughs> who is fine? Who is okay now? Who, who is fine. being the rebuilt? Yeah. Who is healed? Yeah, who is yeah healed? The hands. shell, the shell is healed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the insides. Uh, I don't. Know. We need to make sure that mentally Mauser is okay. Yeah. We need to be talking to Mauser a lot next episode. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. a good. That's a good call. We uh, each get a one-on-one scene with Mauser. Everyone, <laughs> each gets, of us. Everyone gets each their Mauser us. scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course Caldwell Tanner. No guy. Gather round, children, and take you a knee. I'll tell you the tale of the Jousters Three. One juicy, one jangly, and one full of jokes. They travel so bravely through flame and smoke. <laughs> oh, in search of their long-lost frozen friend, these jolly Jousters will give you a grin. And now at the tourney, they fight <laughs> for their lives and the hopes of wedding a giantess wife. Woo! Yeah! Wow. Uh, I've never you. seen Murph's shoulders go so you. high up towards his ears. You were Emma's so uncomfortable. Emily's up. standing. Emma's standing yeah. up and clapping. <laughs> oh, I'm, not I'm delighted. Great, not good Thank for the you. mics. Jake is standing up and clapping. Oh, no I'm one honored. Can see oh, it. I'm overwhelmed. I am, of course, Solo Buffo, uh, the musical clone of Saul oh, Buffo. You'll be hearing a lot from yep. me. You're going to be hearing a lot from you. This is the character of the whole episode. That's, that's right. Uh, peek, peek behind the recording. Right before we started today, I was like, Caldwell, you can turn your mic up a little bit because uh, you're you're a little echoey because we're picking you up on M's mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, as soon as we turn him up, he fucking sings for a minute and a half. 
laugh. You unleashed me, bud. Yeah, there you go. I you told him he was quiet. I literally said, I think you're quieter than you think you are, but I take it back. I take it back, turn it down. <laughs> to me, that was like my high school director saying that and like yeah. putting his hand on my shoulder, being like, hey, you're quieter than you hey, think you, you are. Hey, you can go really? bigger. <laughs> you, you mean it? <laughs> turn it down. <laughs> Volume and personality wise. <laughs> turn it all down. Yeah. Fuck it, turn it off. Yeah. Never. I'll never log off. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking reboot. Yeah, let's go ahead and reboot. Um, and you know what? With that, let's go ahead and do a little recap. Yes. So last time, Calder spoke to Jaina Bronzebeard inside the prison of Ultras's helm. Jaina revealed that she had nearly escaped the original force cage she was captured in and was likely moved there because it was more difficult to get out. She explained that she had uh, been caught by a device during a battle against the hot-headed Prince Ektar of the Fire Giants uh, before being transferred by some kind of ritual. With the help of Jaina's magical King's Hammer, she and Calder got to work trying to figure a way out. Meanwhile, Callie, Saul, Hardwon, and Kenna followed the Bronze Serpent to the giant city of Malskiriel, where you encountered your old friend Jorb bullying a fire giant <laughs> artificer named uh. Winch. You stepped in to defend Winch, who declared you as his enemies to create a loophole so you'd be allowed in the city without being attacked by more guards, uh, an act which uh, you took great offense to. <laughs> as you traveled through the city square, you noticed a lot of giants wearing black, and Winch revealed to you that the king had been killed a couple nights ago under suspicious circumstances, passing the crown to the young Prince Ektar. Uh, back at his place, Winch showed off his Magitek Pro Robes, along with some communication he's had with fellow hackers like the boy wizard of Ezri about the mothership submersible. When you revealed that you traveled to Malskiriel to rescue Jaina and Calder, Winch revealed an opportunity. During Ektar's coronation, there will be tournaments and duels, and the winners can make a request of the new king. If you were to challenge him to a trial by steel in front of everyone, there's a good chance that he would have to accept to save face. Armed with this information, you headed to the coronation and signed up for a tournament of hedge knights, narrowly avoiding being placed in a giant battle royale by endearing yourself to the registrar. <laughs> I will say that's the first time that I've had to greatly change my plans for the next episode based on you guys all dressing up in a, a trench coat <laughs> and happened. pretending to be one giant. I was like, well, I guess I have to throw out this battle royale. <laughs> Shit. We should play that on a short rest. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. But you guys uh, got by uh, by endearing yourself to the registrar. Uh, you watched the crowning of King Ektar, where he revealed to the populace that he had captured Jaina Bronzebeard. The audience, dubious at first of the new king's sudden rise, begin enthusiastically celebrating him. And just as he disappeared back to his quarters, you saw a familiar frozen visage lurking in the shadows. And that's where we are now. Okay. Okay. So you are in front of the castle gates here. There's a big celebration. People are toasting to the capture of Jaina Bronzebeard. To the tiny tyrant! The tiny tyrant! <laughs> is anyone on Kenna check duty? Uh, yeah, Kenna is I'm just, just yeah, I've got my holding Callie's hand and just <laughs> and crunching like, your Kenna, fingers. Kenna, have you ever it come did. up have you ever come up with a different name to pretend that you're a different person to trick people? Yes, well not to trick people, just to 
you know, have a different last name than... Okay, yeah. but like, what if right now you came up with a character that wasn't okay. as angry, just, okay. just for the sake of getting through... What if instead of being angry, I was furious because he didn't actually capture her. He cheated. She was winning. Mm-hmm. She was winning! Uh, she starts shouting. Kenna! <laughs> Kenna, She's singing! She's singing an old fire giant song about a glorious jousting fire giantess. I put my arm around Kenna and just start uh, also drunkenly singing and laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you guys kind of uh, c- uh, cover her up, um, uh, cover for her kind of outburst here uh and you see um winch uh this tall lanky fire giant does look kind of uncomfortable amongst all this like Mm -hmm. sort of uh militaristic revelry and sees that uh, maybe you guys aren't gonna fit in great here um and goes should we um go back to my place and and get you all set up for tomorrow Let's get one more refill in these cups. Yeah, I am going to just kind of, um, can I sleight of hand a caterer's tray away from them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, um, yeah, there's a um, fire goblin walking around with cocktail weenies. A fire goblin? Hey! Hey, how much for that entire tray? Well, um, each person's just supposed to take... Yeah, you see, they are regular size hot dogs, which is cocktail weenies to giants. <laughs> wow. Just like two or three each, okay? Okay. Don't be greedy. Just two or three hot dogs each. Ah, just two or three? I thought this was a coronation. <laughs> All right, fine. You can have four. <laughs> okay, take four hot Sweet. dogs. Sweet. You guys take four hot dogs. It's very normal. You see other giants bend over. Oh, you're not going to have five? <laughs> All right, I take five. Yeah, you guys take Of course, I'm going to have a fucking five. You know what? I'm going to take... I will take the tray. There's a bunch of people back there. I'll, ha- yeah. I'll hand these out for you. Okay, the tray is kind I of mirrored, it. and that's kind of fun. Yeah, geez, I've already done a couple laps. I appreciate it. Yeah, Salt's so <laughs> just yeah. shoving hot dogs into Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Foster just never stops eating hot dogs. Uh, he just has infinite room. Uh, you see, Kenna takes great comfort in watching Foster eat hot dogs and just... Really focuses on that. That's right. You know, I, I put Foster in her arms. <laughs> yeah, Foster cozies up, and um, uh, she uh, kind of clutches Foster, uh, and looks like uh, she's kind of taking some comfort there. Uh, but yeah, Winch, we should probably head back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can I actually? Yeah. On the way back, do we know who we're fighting tomorrow? You don't know who you're fighting tomorrow. Okay. Actually, the only person is you know you're fighting there? tomorrow is bad guy. Guy with a bag over his head. Chainsaw Bagman. Chainsaw Bagman. So bag guy. Chainsaw Bagman. Bag Which, guy. Which I don't know if you're still looking for an alias. Yeah. Chainsaw Bagman. His name is. Or the big bad guy. His name is actually. You caught it. Uh, the um, registrar originally put bag guy <laughs> in uh, the battle royale because mm-hmm. he just screamed that he wanted to hurt people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then you guys kept asking him questions, so he said he was just gonna put bag guy in your guy's bracket in the tournament. Uh-huh. Of course. So that guy is in your tournament now, and his name is Chainsaw McGraw. <laughs> okay. Sick. I kind of prefer Chainsaw Bag Guy. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that, that name's open, so Kenna can have it. Chainsaw Bag Graw. Um, is he here? Is he, like, <laughs> Oh, he's, he's fucking partying. <laughs> but he's partying. should go over and get in his head. Yeah. Actually, I him out well, maybe I should go, like, flirt with him. <laughs> Oh, then we'll get in his head when he fights you tomorrow. Exactly. You see, Chainsaw McGraw is acting like a cast member at Universal Studios Horror Nights (laughs) and just has a chainsaw, except it's a real chainsaw instead of a fake one, and is just turning it on and buzzing it at people's feet, just rage incarnate going, 
hurt people, hurt everyone. This is actually my type. Apparently, you can change him. <laughs> Here, give him a hot dog. Uh, yeah, people are uh, people are taking a wide berth around Chainsaw McGraw. It does not seem to have a lot of friends here. I I try to like hopscotch over the chainsaw. Uh, he attacks you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Love it. Uh, that just a fourteen to hit. Uh, so you see, Chainsaw swings over your head. He uh, swings over my head, and I'm like, thank you for keeping me spry. <laughs> my name is Chainsaw. Chainsaw! <laughs> my name is Chainsaw back Chainsaw! <laughs> Saul whispers to Hard One, do you think we're going to be our best men? <laughs> I think... I think she's got a chance, yeah. <laughs> give me give me a persuasion check. All right, I'm going to use my emissary of beasts. Okay, shout out to the core for but mm. an 18. <laughs> it becomes okay. an 18. Okay, so you got an 18 total? Yeah. Okay, so you see Chainsaw McGraw uh, <laughs> in a, a sort of friendly way buzzes the chainsaw close to you and leans in and goes, give me someone to hurt. <laughs> Do you like getting hurt too? Give me someone to hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. I, I let him attack me. <laughs> Great. Uh, Callie, that thing is so rusted. Does twenty-seven damage to you? Uh, slashes across your armor. Okay. Uh, uh, Saul, I, th- I uh, you, see you guys are starting to make a scene. Yeah. She, she's absolutely bombing. We have to step we in. Gotta, um, gotta win, I say thank you. That was. Thrilling, <laughs> and I wink at him as I scare Chainsaw McGraw, you hear an intrigued sound comes out of Chainsaw McGraw's chainsaw. I <laughs> just hear. <laughs> She's not interested in you. She's trying to make me jealous. <laughs> I did not think this would be the Glen rebound, but here it is. Chainsaw McGraw is a bad man. <laughs> and a bag man. And a bag man. And a bag man. Yeah, you see. Right. Um, I, he, he, I drip flirty blood. Great. You, <laughs> like breadcrumbs of flirty uh, blood. After, after he attacks everyone around him, um, and he starts eating hot dogs through the bag without taking the bag off. All right. I, I, I give him something to think about and I run away, scamper away. Um, You guys head back to um, Winch's workshop and you are one of the few groups that leaves this growing celebration outside of the castle. And you guys eventually get to uh, his home, this uh, small circular dome structure um, with all kinds of scrap metal and half-finished machines outside of it. Um, and Winch brings you guys inside and begins pressing various buttons to reveal hidden, like, Murphy beds and seats <laughs> and tables out of the walls and floors. Is he, like, a, a big... So is any button just, like, a free-for-all? Uh, but... <laughs> Can we just press some buttons? I just I feel like... If you guys you're... really want to press a button, you're I... You're setting up a world where pressing buttons means something really fun happens, and now I want to press right. them all. Well, some of the buttons... I'd like might... to pull a lever if I'm being... Uh, okay. <laughs> some of it controls the Magitech and stuff in here. Yeah, so you so should you really... Like power down a generator You should really like clearly label those, because okay. right now, they just look fun. Okay. Winch, I seem yeah. to be caught in a Roomba. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you see... Um, Could you rescue me? A giant robot that's eating up the uh, crumbs. Uh, I smite has, the Roomba. Yeah, has jammed salt Can I do a, a, Yeah, can I you can do an attack Roomba? on the Roomba. Okay, 17 to hit. Uh, 17, of course, hits the Roomba. <laughs> okay, do I get the feeling that we're going to bed for the night? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll go to okay, bed. I'm going to me, Callie. <laughs> do a fourth level Wait, no! <laughs> we're looking at 34 damage. 34 damage, okay. Uh-huh. You destroy the Roomba. <laughs> Great. Not only do you shatter a bunch of pieces so- of its mechanical 
medical <laughs> therapist. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, I was so scared. Solace spit out of the teeth of this giant Roomba uh, that flops over inert upside down. <laughs> Just passed out in Callie's arms. Yeah. So um, you guys sit down and you guys take spots at this uh, table that he's uh, uh-huh. raised from the floor. You see um, Winch begins kind of tinkering, um, fixing up Mouser, uh, talks to you guys uh, as he kind of looks down. He's got these goggles on as he's kind of welding and he goes... All right, so we should probably clarify a few things. Like, if you win your tournament tomorrow, uh, you'll have an opportunity to request something from the king. So how are you planning on wording it? Because if you just ask for a fight with him... I want to say, give me the Helm of Ultras. Yeah. Ah. Dead on. Helm of Ultras. Okay. Okay. So you're asking for, like, a prize from his uh, treasury, essentially. Should we convey Rictus's message? You know, accuse the king of fighting without honor and say that we want to avenge Rictus. Then his people will will see that he that he's not an honorable king. Yeah, you see, yeah. Kenna Kenna chimes in and goes, "Yeah, he's lying about what happened. He was losing the fight. If you call, maybe if you call into question his honor and tell yeah. him to prove himself, if you ask for a fight to get." General Broadsbeard back. Winch, do the people of Malskariel know that he's working with a frost giant? What, are, what is everyone's opinion of uh, ice giants here? People generally don't have problem with ice giants. Generally, giants have kinship with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't many frost giants around here. In fact, most would have a really hard time in this climate. So it's, yeah, it's almost like a non-issue just because they couldn't live here. Right. But okay. Ultras is a, a different thing. If Ultras is from a very long time ago, so the fact that he's still around means that he's sort of demigod-esque. Mm-hmm. So you think he doesn't have to wear one of these outfits? I would doubt it. <sighs> That's a shame. I would have loved to shatter it on his body. I just, I don't know if I see a world where we don't end up fighting Ultras if we win. Yeah. No, I, I think I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy's always having other people fight his battles for him. When we first ran into the giants, Prince Ektar tried to have one of his footmen fight General Bronzebeard, but uh, he was eventually shamed into doing it himself, and he only got out of it alive by cheating. So I think there's a good chance he'll send in a champion to fight you guys anyway. Would that not be seen as dishonorable in front of the crowd, though? How will we gain any sort of, like, trust that we're not just making up some fable? Just like you saw with the king just now, there are devices that would allow you to project a a memory or an image. I could set something up for you so that you guys could essentially project a memory to the entire crowd and that would leave it to scrutiny by anyone who could cast a zone of truth type spell anyone who had enough insight if we could if we could project the memory of rictus saying it in rictus's words yeah i think we have a better chance of winning over the crowd and really bump the audio. Maybe put some music underneath. I think we can Ooh, do that. Sentimental yeah. track, yeah. To, yeah. to drive the point idea. home. This might not be helpful, but I did also absorb a little bit of Rictus's essence as I helped him transfer over to the other side. So if you need that as some sort of like catalyst for your machine, I'm happy to just 
Just plug me up, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the case, that'll make this quite easy. Okay. Saul just, like, hands over his arms. Great, yeah. You <laughs> I'm no stranger to being experimented on. <laughs> Winch takes a little bit of time, has these, uh, like, bracer devices that you saw, like, the king use, which are something that you, like, essentially click together, um, and you hold your hands out, uh, and it allows you to be, like, made into this, like, big projection. And you see he takes one of those um, and connects them to, like, a bunch of electrodes. Hmm. Um, and places them on your body, Saul. Uh, and you feel as your muscles and stuff sort of jolt and you get like a little bit of muscle memory, you do feel it jogging your memory back to this moment with Rictus and sort of working with you to record this memory that you had. It's asking you to think of this and you're able to think of it and, right. and begin recording it. It's like a spiritual mocap. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite literally a spiritual mocap is a great way to think of it. <gasps> That's our homebrew 5e spell. <laughs> spiritual mocap. <laughs> Just going to look on the comment section. Oh, people don't like it. It's very unbalanced. Yes. Yeah, so um, you guys begin recording this mm -hmm. and Winch goes, okay, so presented with this, you'll essentially be calling into question the king's honor. Mm -hmm. You can request a trial by combat, the crime being him cheating in this other fight. And then the hope Jaina. is that he sends out Ultras as his champion. And if he has to pull any of his tricks, he'll have to pull them in front of all of his people. I yeah. guess that's what I'm saying is that I want to make sure that we have a plan for getting colder and I'm worried that he'll send out someone else and then we've will have gone through all this trouble and Calder will still be stuck. Well, the result of the trial, if you're calling into question Ekdar's victory against Jaina Bronzebeard, the result of you winning that trial would be Jaina Bronzebeard being freed. Okay. Okay. So even if he sends out a champion, on his honor, he needs to release Jaina Bronzebeard. Okay. Because he never beat her to begin with. So... Let's talk now. What is the size of the stadium that we're going to be fighting in? Because it sounds like we're going to be going from one fight directly into another. And I know that the two of you can bounce back after a short rest, but I can't. I'm, I'm trying to figure out m my role in these earlier fights so that I can save There are resources. several days of celebration here I and see. fights. It is unlikely that Prince Ekdar is going to jump down into the pit to fight you. Okay. Uh, I can't promise that that won't happen, mm -hmm. but he would try to snake his way out of this. He might even try to send like assassins to quietly kill you. Right. You know. I see. Okay. But That's kind of fun. If we're talking about stadiums, will there be full-size hot dogs there? It's a great question. Because, mm. Yeah. So those hot dogs that you guys ate right. you so are cocktail weenies to us. Those were cocktail weenies. Yes. Right. There will and be then... hot dogs that are 10 times the size of them. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dodger dogs? What? Yeah. Speak speak to me of the pretzels. <laughs> hard, one, hard one sits down cross-legged on the floor. <laughs> and the bathtubs Soft of cheese, pretzels. you dip them in. Soft pretzels as big as your head. What? <laughs> Sing songs of the ale to me, brother. <laughs> and the size of the salt grain on those pretzels? Tears in hard one's eyes. As big as your fingertips. What? 
So what do you guys do instead of ice cream down here? Is it just like hot porridge or something like that? Hot porridge, yep. Hot okay. porridge cones. Okay. We I have do to porridge say, cones. You're missing me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have uh, ways to have sort of frozen treats and whatnot. They do have to be magically enchanted, obviously. Okay. But um, yeah, you can get something like okay, that. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for like a collectible little like helmet that I can like eat ice cream out of and then wear it on my head afterwards. Ooh, <laughs> well, I'm so glad cute. you guys but are you can focused get nachos. on the right You can get nachos in them. <laughs> oh, that's How true. big are your nachos like tricorn hats oh they gotta be like surfboards as big as a tricorn hat certainly I slam them against the wall <laughs> are you telling me the truth damn it. I swear I swear the last potato skins we had were at Lay Lantern do you understand if all Don't you speak have, uh, for, is deceit my heart will break okay no I'm not yeah <laughs> I weep and hug him okay <laughs> Look. <laughs> Yay, the hope bloom in my heart. <laughs> Before you guys settle down for the night, is there anything you need me to run out and get you? I can brew potions. I just might need a little bit of cash for supplies. I can essentially get you potions on the cheap if you think you need something like that. What is right. our healing potion situation like? I am out. Okay, according to my records, we have uh, one 2d4 plus two and five 4d4 plus fours okay. and seven grenades. Great. We've also got one fly potion, uh, one poison potion, one polymorph, apparently. There's a temptation in me to use the poison on someone that we might. A chainsaw bagman? I think I've got a him rock? in the back, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're right. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, salt apps are up. <laughs> All right. Well, let me know. I can brew up some potions tonight if if you want to invest in some supplies. What sort of potions can you brew up? I can do greater healing potions, 100 gold a pop. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's load up. Let's get 10. Why not? 10 easy. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can make 10 in a night, we'll say. So that's 1,000. Yeah. So uh, add that to your inventory, but he's going to be busy now going out and getting supplies and then uh, brewing that stuff all night. So Winch, mm. Winch goes to head out and he goes... While I'm gone, feel free to make yourself at home. Touch whatever buttons you want within reason. Oh, okay. Within reason. Okay. Well, you haven't labeled them. Okay. So. Hard one puts pushes up a lever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, not that one. You see the um, the whole dome begins to grow feet and begins walking away. Wait, wait, ah! wait. Um, and he goes, there's also a, a balcony out back that looks out onto the lava moat. If you guys feel like hanging out back there at all. Oh. Yeah, that mm -hmm. sounds absolutely sick. How uh, big is it? I'm wondering if I could set up a Liamman's tiny hut out there. Yeah, it's Ooh. a giant balcony, so you'd be able yeah. to set up a Liamman's tiny hut. <laughs> oh, right. You guys are yeah. huge. Right. We're huge. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be sleeping in a dollhouse yeah. on your balcony. Like, yeah. Even if it's a Juliet balcony, it'd be huge to us. Uh, so Winch heads out, and you guys uh, head back to this little area um, behind Winch's workshop, and you see that there are more kind of half-finished projects out here and um, scrap metal and everything. And beyond the art of trinkets, you see the crusty earth dips down to a far off river of magma. Um, there's a bunch of chairs out here, uh, but off to the side, you see this sort of ongoing project that Winch has out here that is a circular platform with spell components and runes placed around it. Uh, and it has an arcane battery, but it looks to be an older one that's been reused or recharged. Whatever he actually needs here would be too too expensive for him to obtain right now, so it doesn't look actually powerful enough to fully operate it. But this looks like a like a teleporter in progress. And hard one, you clock it as being similar to things you've seen on the astral plane. Wow, looks like Winch was serious about wanting to 
visit the astral plane. Yeah. Are you saying that this could take you there? Not in its current state, but by God, I think I think the guy's close. What huh. does it look like it needs? Um, it looks like it needs a, a more powerful arcane battery. Winch is doing the equivalent of plugging a million surge protectors into each other. It just looks like he has like a batteries powering batteries and stuff, yeah. and it just he doesn't have the components for okay, it. Okay, this is a fire hazard. So yeah, I'm it's going a to complete fire it hazard. Yeah, we can't put the I tent am, near this. Yeah, um, yeah. You see, uh, Kenna begins setting up cones with the help of Foster. <laughs> um, and hard one, as you are near this platform, you do see that some of the old Magitech bits and baubles that are kind of amongst your adventurer's gear begins to react. Most of the channels used for communication amongst the Astral Alliance are usually close to the material plane, but here, close to this like half-finished mm. teleporter, the barriers are a bit weaker, and you see that some of your like old communication devices and stuff oh. make a buzz as if they turn on. Oh, you're blowing up. Whoa. Um, hard one pats his pockets and uh, takes something buzzing out of them. Yeah. You pull out this uh, little receiver that you would have used while you were on the astral plane to communicate with, you know, soldiers under, like, you You were a, a general. You, you and Bev and Moonshine led your own forces, and you guys also all worked together. So occasionally you'd go on missions where it was, you know, just the three of you, or you'd have your soldiers support their soldiers or things like that, um, or you'd communicate with, you know, the HQ, you'd communicate with Alanis or something like that. And uh, yeah, you've got this uh, communicator here. I hold it to my ear, but away from my mouth, <laughs> okay. just to see if I can hear any any chatter. I cover the receiver with my hand. Great. Uh, hard one. Go ahead and give me a... Perception check with advantage. Did he have a Walkman this whole time? So faithful. You have to tell us if you have any new toys. <laughs> Shh, quiet. Uh, 17. A 17. Hard one, you open up this little transmitter, and it is not fully operational because, like I said, the, the channels are mostly kind of uh, closed off from the material plane. But you do see that the last setting that you had on it was like a private channel with you and Bev and Moonshine. And you hear a crackly voice on loop sending out a message to not only this channel, but likely other members of the Astral Alliance. And... Oh. Emily, would you like to um, <gasps> tell me what, what that message is? Oh, fuck. Okay, so essentially what you hear, hard one, is a distress signal from Moonshine. Hard one, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're out there, but <sighs> Groomsh, he's, he's getting stronger than ever, and, and we're doing the best we can on his skirt, but they've got us backed into Cord's Great Hall. And Cord, hard one, Cord has been wounded. So, I think if, I don't know where you went to, but if, if you can come back, things, things are bad. I, I think we've only got 
Maybe another week. Oh, I, oh, I, I gotta go. Hard one, please. Uh, 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 hello, hello, hello. I'm, I'm coming. Moonshot. Yeah. <laughs> Moonshot. Hello. You, you pick up the transmitter, and her, her channel is off. Okay, this thing just needs a little more juice. Hard one uh, gets into the. Uh, transporter and Great. tries to jerry rig something. Yeah, you, you start. <laughs> go ahead and give me God. I mean, okay, roll an intelligence check with disadvantage. I'll tell you if you get two nat twenties, hard one will just actually <laughs> get it. Wait, two nat twenty. Okay, can my bardics help him? Okay, he has to beat a thirty. Okay, I can. Oh, with an bothic. intelligence check. Wait. Oh, okay. Is that even? I still give you a bother. Yeah, I'm gonna give him guidance. Game. Okay. Okay, let's. That is a. Where is my intelligence? <laughs> Where could <laughs> it be? Never a good sign. Um, yeah. So that's that. Fifteen becomes a fourteen. I guess I won't use the bardic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hard one. You um, <laughs> begin trying to put this stuff together. Uh, you do manage to find like uh, you. You get sort of this focus, and you get really serious hearing moonshine in distress, uh, and you go over, um, and you do figure out how to turn it on, um, but you see that as this arcane battery powers up, you see glows, shines bright, and then um, poofs out, uh, and you hear the whole thing just charges down. Uh, Hard One just starts pacing with his hand on his head. Uh, he's, like, hitting himself in the side of the head. Fuck. You, you okay, Mr. Shortwood? Uh, what was that? Kinda, yeah, no, they um, they need me. Um, that yeah, they need me. They need me in the astral plane. Yeah. Moonshine needs me. Beverly needs me. Okay. We have to. Okay. Well, what do, so. we, how do, what do we do? How do we help? Uh, I, 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 I just don't know. I don't know. Have, I, how did you get here from the astral plane? Because you can use that to get back, right? Uh huh. We're 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 days days weeks away okay. from the crick. I. They okay. don't have. They don't have that kind of time. We so need, you need an arcane battery. For we this. need this machine working. Yes, yes. Like right. a big uh, magical power source. But is there anything? I mean, we're right what, next to like a kingdom about, of like relics. Wait, a there's got to be something. Wait a second. I look at the little serpent. Nom, nom, nom. Was he doing like lightning damage and stuff? Uh, he was not. The silver serpent was. Okay, I can only summon an effigy of him but i will will cast my fine serpent okay and yeah bring out this little guy i don't know maybe mm-hmm. yeah okay. you see um the silver serpent and the bronze serpent uh first kind of like look to you callie like confused like the silver one has these like big expressive eyes i think i look at them and i'm like i'm so sorry but may i ask you a favor we are trying to send this man to where he needs to be, and we need tremendous power. And you two are most powerful creatures I know. And if I may ask you a favor, and you can say no, I just want you to know that because everyone else wants to use you, and I've really tried not to do that. So, will you breathe lightning and the magic of Oberon's wildness into this teleporter? Um, nom, nom. <laughs> you are actually quite destructive. We might want to keep you away from it. Uh, yeah, you see that the um, the silver serpent and the bronze serpent begin slithering around the outside of this broken down teleporter and arcane battery. Bits of lightning 
shooting off of the Silver Serpent. And you see Starfire coming off of the Bronze Serpent. And you do see that it is beginning to, it looks like it's powering, it's starting to power this arcane battery, but you don't know that it's going to like instantly work right away. But this does look like it's it's a powerful source that maybe Winch could figure out in like a couple days. Okay. Okay. So that's something, right? Because they're kind of from the stars. They're like constellations made carnate. Okay. I think seeing seeing this hard one feels a bit better. He's he's able to calm down because it feels like there's there's a glimmer of hope. Um, yeah, I'll say I'll say hard one. As you at, you're kind of like panicking, listening to Moonshine's message and stuff. As you go through like your transmitter um, and check the different channels and listen for other like distress signals and stuff, you hear one from Alanis that's giving kind of an a more like kind of macro read on the situation. And essentially, what has happened is. Bev and Moonshine's forces are under siege in Kord's Great Hall. So they are not yet in danger of being killed. They are currently holding their position, but they are trapped there. And they need more help um, essentially breaking the siege so that they're not stuck there and so that they can leave the planet. Okay. Can you use this amount of power to like get a message back to them oh yeah maybe let's 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 try yeah yeah maybe do we need like, to like put, massage the serpents or plug them together i feel like them like dancing around yeah, in circles good. getting like this starry rum, rum, electricity rum. going there's a bicycle over there should i start riding yeah. that <laughs> I think Saul I think starts so riding a bicycle. we need it we need <laughs> it so fast yeah Saul does like Please. the kermit bicycle ride yeah uh, yeah, as as the serpents um, ride around uh, and you see Starfire joining this arcane battery, normally, hard one, when these teleporters work, you see almost like, you know, like a planar rip that uh, lets you see from one dimension to another. And you're seeing like, you know, little bits of purple lightning, like the little sparks before a fire, not quite getting there yet. Um, but you do feel like your transmitter seems to work even better now. Okay. I, yeah, I guess I'll, I'm going to try to... I'll try to send a message. Great. Uh, what would you What would you like your message to be? Okay. Um, hard one turns away from everybody. <laughs> he he does like a one finger. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I cast silence on us so we can't hear you? And I'll rip ass just in case. Good <laughs> <Then> call. <laughs> hard one nods deeply. Okay. Um, Moonshine. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I left, but that's that's not important. I'm. I hear you. I'm coming, girl. Tell Beverly that I'll be there soon. You guys, you can hold your own, and and I won't think of myself as a liability ever again. Ciao or bye or later, whatever. <laughs> See you soon. Did he say chow? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I'm sorry, Mr. Shortfoot. I didn't fart loud enough. Fine. Yeah. It was just a high and by message anyway. Um, (laughs) Uh, You click like uh, send on the message and in sort of the ebb and flow of the uh, arcane battery charging, you feel right as there's like a big charge that uh, the message gets sent out. Uh, and you feel that it has been received. Can uh, I? Can in, can Moonshine respond? Yeah. 
it's just a quick message and it's really quiet and she says hard one it's damn good to hear your voice and it'll be even better to see your face get here that's all <laughs> uh, and the uh static breaks up hard one smiles <sighs> any uh any hot dogs left <laughs> Uh, yeah, there no. are. I think the serpent ate them all. <laughs> Calliope is hoarding a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sometime later, um, Winch comes back and gets oh, to work brewing yeah. the potions. Oh, and sees the transporter starting to work. This is this is a massive source of magic power. This is incredible. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it okay yeah. that we did this? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, you figured it out. <laughs> I haven't been able to power this thing. Right. Well, you, did you have a frog on a bicycle before? Yeah, that was sort of the thing that- You are a very important part of this. <laughs> that was I'm the sure. thing that, it was like, it was going really well and then Saul got then on the Saul bicycle. And Saul over the edge. <laughs> yeah. It's all still going. Now that, uh, now that it's actually up and mostly powered, Howard, I can actually figure. I can actually troubleshoot what's not working about it. I could have this baby running in a few days. Yeah, and good news—you get to test it on me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. You got it, Bradley. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Hard one turns around brief, briefly, <laughs> but then Maeve's got to get home, right? Back to the astral plane. You know, I'm actually really enjoying the material plane, so I'm. Uh, sort of taking a gap year from Astral University, Uh so I'm sticking around. (laughs) Actually, no, no, I'm just gonna tell him the truth. Winch, I'm so sorry. When we first met you, I lied about my name. My name is Calliope Petricor, and I'm from the Feywild. Wait, but Kelly's what they call (laughs) friend, so your name is Friend Petricor? (laughs) I lie again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, my mother right. named me friend. Friend, yep. pe- friend of Petrichor. Yeah, like friend, smell of rain. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, and he uh, gets to work um, brewing all of your stuff. And is there anything you guys want to do before you go to bed for the night? Uh, can I check the messages on Winch's computer? Yeah. Uh, you, you go over to Winch's computer. Um, and Try to play it cool and say, like, I'm just going to see if you have any games on here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, He's and, such a gamer. Uh, you, it's only been a few hours. You have not gotten a message back from Boy Wizard yet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Honkai Star Rail. I've heard good things. Anyway, um, I think I'm just going to check in on Hard One, see how he's doing. Walk over. Uh, Hard One's sh- uh, shadow boxing in the corner. Do you want a real box? Yeah. Let's, let's see if I can hit you with that cloak of displacement, huh? Oh, yeah. He's got the scarf back. Uh, Saul inflates his arms using like the, the frogs and technique so that they turn into those like punch pads the boxers use. Oh, right. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, see what you can do. Go ahead and make an attack with disadvantage, hard one. Fuck. <laughs> that is a nat 20. Whoa! Yeah! Oh, right, with disadvantage. <laughs> My second roll. 21. <laughs> Saul <laughs> like braces, gets pushed back like two feet. Says, that's pretty good, but you're going to need to do better if you're going to the astral plane. Uh, and then he leg sweeps him. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make an attack. It's a dirty 20 hit? Yes, it does. Fuck yes, damage. <laughs> <laughs> I 
do six points of damage to you. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, my ankle. Yeah. Ow. Ow, I'm sorry. <laughs> Brutally kicks so out. Like responsibilities. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Get up. I thought he needed to work You're something out. You're not supposed to injure people when you spar. <laughs> I need an ice pack. We uh, can't make ice. I'll try my You're best. Going for I'll the try joints, my best. dude. <laughs> Somebody get him some enchanted ice cream. I lay, that. I lay on hands with my wintry Aladrin fingers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> heal up his oh, leg. Thanks, Kelly. It needs to be elevated. Compression. Quickly. It's so funny to think of a boxing trainer holding up the pads and then kicking someone. <laughs> I, I was trying to teach you that you have to be ready for anything. You know what I'm saying? I know that now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the brutally hard lessons. <laughs> you got this, man, okay? I'm just... I I'll miss you, okay? It's, it's There haven't been many people that I've met that have stuck around and meant something to me, and you're one of them now. Thanks for saying that, Solemn. I made the mistake of, of leaving my friends when they needed me once, and I'm actually glad that we have a few days before this machine works, because you deserve me here to see this one through. It's not going through without you. Leg sweep. <laughs> oh, that's a three. <laughs> Just casually hop over it. I pulled it. Yeah. I pulled the hammy. <laughs> um, yeah, I just start kind of like casually boxing with him now. Um, and after a bit, I, I kind of take him aside and ask him one more question. I don't know if you would need to clear this with someone up there. It seems like there's like a whole chain of command, but if possible, do you think you could take swag with you? He he looks like he's still searching for something, and I think maybe the astral plane is where he needs to be. I mean, he could certainly help the cause. That's that's an interesting idea. He's he's found nothing but trouble here, and I know there are good people that could use a man like Swag up in the astral plane. I'll put in a good word with Alanis as soon as I get back. Thanks, hard one. Uppercut. Ow. <laughs> Damn, dude. You're fast. Yeah. Uh, you guys have this moment. And yeah, uh, Saul, I think you you intuitively, you, you feel based on this sort of shared meditation moment that you had with Swag that this is maybe a, a change that he would need. Like he has been looking for a, a cause, something that is maybe a little simpler than a lot of the situations that he's found himself in. Mm -hmm. So um, truly a, a, a kind of a way to help Swag finally find out what what's out there can't find uh, a bigger pond than the astral plane there you go <laughs> and as you guys are kind of um going to bed for the night preparing for your fight tomorrow um callie where do you think you're trancing tonight mm. well i'm making a Liamin's tiny hut mm -hmm. for us so we can sleep on the balcony but also just to pro you know protect us from any spells or assassins yeah. uh -huh. i think i'll probably trance in there but i think i want to ask kenna Kenna, I'm I'm making the hut. Yeah. Obviously, home can be a place of respite, relief, comfort, and right. I feel like you've you could use some comfort. So I I yeah. wondered if you had any input into what you'd like it to look like. If there's a place that's nostalgic for you that you'd wouldn't mind spending a night in. Yeah, if you could make it look like the training yards of Iron Deep Castle. <laughs> okay. Where the knights prepared to go into battle. 
All right, I make like a real medieval times it looking. Just, yeah. <laughs> it just looks this like medieval times. Actually, so appropriate. Oh, I've always <laughs> wanted to have a sleepover in the sparring yard. Greetings, my squires. <laughs> it comes with a king. And uh, you go out. You're um, uh, trancing there, and I'll say, uh, maybe you even, yeah, you you know that the the serpents are out there getting the um, the gem powered up. So maybe even spend a little bit of time out there yeah um and kenna goes out there and sits with you for a little bit uh she conveys that she can't sleep yet because she's too mad about the general brown's beard <laughs> I know. Uh, stuff you know what your anger is totally justified but is it serving you it that's what you it always have to ask yourself would i smash a hammer across king ektar's face okay so then if it's serving you then <laughs> stay angry when I my hand girl. <laughs> a hammer to general broadsbeard who <laughs> will finish smashing a hammer into his face why is your sword glowing you see, as you're trancing, you're just asking a kid question. You see that the ice dagger at your side is growing uh, cold. Um, specifically, the symbol that you carved in. Um, Mother's sigil and Ariax's sigil. Yeah, the like snowflake that you put on the side of uh, Calder's dagger here. I put this sigil on my sword, and it's... um. It's my mother's family crest. Oh. And she was a winter ladron. Oh, I'm a winter ladron oh, to you right so, now. Uh, right yeah, now. that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, I think that may be the proximity to Calder, who is from the frigid north, yeah. is, you know, sort of enlivening it. Also, it's the it's the sigil of... Have you heard of Ariax? I've heard of Ariax the Eladrid who fought alongside the giants. Yeah. I took history 301. 301? <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. You're allowed to do this stuff without weapons a lot earlier. So <laughs> I was able to kind of take the fast track on that. But when it comes to hammers and stuff, I'm only on 201. Oh, that's okay. I mean, honestly, you need the knowledge to know what to hit, right? That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is also Ariax's symbol, so maybe it's being around these giants that's sort of also bringing out some power in it. Yeah, you see, Callie, this sort of connection to your mother and this deal that you made with Oberon, that you would help with these serpents to sort of maybe be able to bring your mother back into existence or, or undo her erasure. Yeah. You see uh, the sort of power emanating off of it is starfire you don't know how much of this is being powered by being close to calder and how much of this is being powered by the serpents working together and the sort of uh little power source that you have created okay actually i take that all back it it might be sort of a flaming representation of a promise i made what kind of promise did you make my mother did some bad things in life and I am trying to redeem her name. Why would you why would you want to do that? Because I think our parents have had longer lives than us. So they've had a lot more time to fuck up. And so their accumulated fuck ups are just bigger than ours. I think I have empathy for that and I also think I still really love her I think maybe it's a way of me forgiving her as well yeah 
I was lying to you before, but I do. Uh, Forge Father Crooked is my dad. Is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know where I'm at as far as that, but, you know, I have I have General Bronzebeard now, and mm-hmm. for now, honestly, it feels it feels good that I get to to help somebody like you who's 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 been through the same thing. I respect everything that you're saying. I will tell you that I wish I had a chance to hear my mother out. So consider that if you lose that chance, you might regret it. All right. Uh, you see, yeah, Kenna looks out at the uh, serpents. But also, you're a fantastic squire, and it seems like this Jaina is amazing. She's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's really she's really smart, and she's really good at fighting, and yeah. people are scared of her, but in a cool way. <laughs> yeah. That is, honestly, as someone who sometimes frightens people when I face step, it feels good when people are afraid of you. Yeah. Yeah, you stay up talking with Kenna for a while, but uh, eventually she uh, goes off and uh, goes to bed. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. I guess maybe then I will stay out and I will trance with the serpents. Great. Uh, you go and trance with the serpents, and you see that they um, begin to sort of slither around you, gather around you as they're still charging this like battery thing. I think I look at the little bronze serpent, and oh, I, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I know that Gromdahl still is tethered to him in some way, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I think about how it might be good to give him some tethers to me if he wants them. I do for him what I did not have the guts to do for Foster uh, originally. And I say, little one, would you like a name? Or, Or just a nickname, obviously, just a little something tethering me to you, like a promise that I'm gonna take care of you. Kinda looks at you curiously, perks up. Okay, well, I saw you in the cave. Rum, rum. You're very spirited. Rum, 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 rum. And I saw your bronze scales and the way that you caused little landslides and cave-ins, and I thought maybe you could use some nice, strong roots. And there was a flower in my mother's garden that had really strong roots and really good for soil erosion. And it was yellowish, orangey. So I was thinking of calling you Honeysuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Just sort of gestures around like he's like uh, the serpent's thinking about it. Honeysuckle? <laughs> begins um, winding around you. <laughs> yeah. And you see the silver serpent looks up at you expectantly oh. with big curious eyes. Okay. Um, I, I also have a name picked out for you if if you would like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remind me of the moon and I think of my mother's moon garden and the silverish plant that really sparkles in the moonlight. And I was wondering if I could call you licorice. <laughs> uh, perks up almost like a, a, a cobra or, or a rattlesnake or something. Uh, and then uh, slithers around you. Licorice and honeysuckle. <laughs> Again, they're only nicknames. You know, your mother can call you whatever she wants to. <laughs> um, they uh, uh, join you kind of in your trance. Uh, as you see, they continue to charge up this transporter here that winch works on kind of late into the night uh the next morning you guys all awake and uh winch has several homunculi cooking breakfast uh frying eggs uh flipping flapjacks on little robo griddles (laughs) oh does one of these do coffee great on me please you see that there's a little uh steaming pot robot that walks over to you really labored is boiling like their voice sounds like uh a boiling tea kettle just Put him uh, out of his misery. I'd hate to trouble you for uh, cream and sugar. It seems like you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> you see, Ben's over. A hatch opens up like where the robot's butt would be, and a bunch of brown, <laughs> thick brown coffee pours out into a mug, <laughs> turns around, <laughs> throws up a bunch of milk into the cup. Uh, it overflows. The Roomba is not operational anymore, so there's just a mess all over the floor. Uh, it slips and falls on the ground and begins spewing coffee everywhere. Um, hard one, delicate. Guys, I'm stuck in the juicer. I'm stuck in the juicer. I spotted the juicer. Can I try to soft boil an egg in the lava? Yeah. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. 
That is a 21 to try to slight, <laughs> to try to yeah. soft boil an <laughs> egg saw, in the lava. You successfully soft boil an egg on. <laughs> Who lava. wants runny yolked hard boiled eggs? Me. Ooh. Yeah. Do you have any toast? I'd love to dip little soldier sticks into this thing. Ooh, Don't, I, I saw the toaster yeah. earlier and it looks depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Put bread in my hat. <laughs> What? Put bread in my head. Are you in pain? Yeah. <laughs> I unplug it. Why, does it. why doesn't this guy just have normal machines? <laughs> Why'd you make them all sentient, Witch? <laughs> I'm trying to have little friends and stuff, but they all then, then become really sad that their appliances. So yeah. It's got yeah, that's, you should investigate that within yourself. I will. What am Are I you a wizard? Do? That sounds like the wizard. Curse. I'm an artificer. I, I guess an okay. artificer is kind of a wizard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Winch uh, uh, packs up his stuff for the day. All right. Uh, are, are you guys ready to get going? Yeah, I scoop coffee off the floor into a thermos and uh, <laughs> get ready. Let's talk strategy. Right. I'm thinking I try and stay scarce. I cast Bless on all of us. And I think you guys do the heavy lifting so I can save my spells in case we get into it are you trying to stay scarce because you have like a history with the bag guy (laughs) (laughs) no i was thinking more like so that he can't break my concentration (laughs) nice okay yeah (laughs) right yeah as long as you didn't catch feelings you know because i have a history with him (laughs) yeah right we don't know what he looks like under that mask and that could be bad if he takes it off yeah (laughs) it's dangerous to fall for someone on a trip is all (laughs) it's also hard because it's like i'm picturing what he looks like under the bag and you know that I'm coming up with my dream guy. Yeah. And then the bag is gonna come off and he's gonna yeah. look different. I'm gonna I'm gonna debag him for sure. Well, I mean, why else would he wear a bag if not to hide how beautiful he is? <laughs> is there a reason you guys are so into Chainsaw McGraw? <laughs> he just made an impression. He just seemed <laughs> he wears a he eats through a bag. <laughs> like as a choice, it seems. <laughs> Yeah. And was swinging a chainsaw at a crowd. Kenna. Yeah. <laughs> Someday when you enter the dating pool, you'll yeah. find out how fucked up yeah. you really are. All right. <laughs> yeah. Kenna, you're very young. You're very young. <laughs> very young. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find out the precise ways in which you're fucked up once you start dating. Okay. Let's let's, let's go for it. it. Sweet. Okay. Um, so you guys join a throng of people heading towards the Great Fortress. In our trench coat. In your trench coat, just walking as one big giant. (laughs) Hard one is much more grave uh, than his jolly makeup would uh, let it seem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You guys are the the jolly jolly jousters. The jolly jousters or the jousting jesters. Well, we're the jousting jousters. We're the jolly jousters, but I'm the jeweling jouster. Mm -hmm. He's the... The juicy jouster. The juicy jouster. And then Hard one is the... And I'm the jester jouster. But that will be revealed during the performance. (laughs) Currently, we're just the jolly jouster. People think that we're just one singular jouster. We're one. This all happened before I knew my friends were in mortal danger. Right. (laughs) Just clown makeup on so serious. So now I have to do a jig with a sense of dread. I think since I'm standing on your shoulders, or I guess like maybe I'm piggybacking on your shoulders, I'm like giving you a little shoulder rub, being like, we're going to get you there, baby. We are going to get you into the stars, into the sky. You are going to fucking outer space after this. Saul is like a hit bull And my shoulders are shaking because I'm I'm not crying, but I'm just, uh, my muscles are tense because I'm amped is all. Uh, yeah, you guys see the castle gates are open now, uh, so it's not just people out outside of the castle. Uh, there are trumpeters greeting the mostly giant citizens that are filing in, and you see.
see beyond the Black Iron Keep, there's a huge coliseum with the same aesthetic, very brutal and sharp architecture with pointy spires. You can see exhibition battles have already begun and they're being projected with Magitek, so they appear e even bigger uh, above the arena. So you can actually see what's happening from the outside here. Um, you see people cheering, throwing up their drinks, um, celebrating, um, holding like tickets because they're uh, betting on different fighters and stuff. And you see as the revelers begin walking in through the main entrance, you see a tent nearby that funnels into the Colosseum from a side entry, and this one is labeled for gladiators. You see Winch kind of gestures over there for you guys and goes, well, uh, good luck. I guess I'll, uh, I'll see you all on the other side. And, um, oh, here you go. I, I was able to finish working on this. Um, hands you Saul uh, the oh. bracers that'll let you essentially like transmit your your memory into a projection over the Coliseum when you guys are uh, given your platform if you win the tournament gotcha the hollow hands okay I uh, got them great what why do you call them the hollow hands because it's like a hologram but hollow hands oh Okay, okay. Yeah. I like that now. All right. So, <laughs> don't got to name everything. Uh, Winch uh, walks As you off. say that, Clype, looks really embarrassed. <laughs> Did you eaves peep on me? No, eaves peep? Did you fucking eaves peep on me? No, I didn't. Winch, I you're such a fucking spy. Uh, Winch. Saul kicks him. <laughs> you see Mauser uh, treads oh, around yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Mauser. Mauser, were you spying on me last night? Boop. When I was naming the serpents? Boop. You named the serpents? Boop. Scoundrel. Boop. Yeah. What are the um, names? Well, the nicknames, right? Oh, also, no one needs to use them. It's stupid. It's whatever. I don't know. One of them is honeysuckle <laughs> and the other one's licorice. <laughs> I love them. It's beautiful. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, you see um, Winch walks off. Um, and at the gladiator entrance, you see that there's a fire giant attendant in a black ceremonial robe uh, with red trim. Looks like some kind of like major acolyte. As you guys approach uh, in your uh, trench coat, he goes, Jolly Jouster, was it? Ha ha. <laughs> Shut up, torso. I, I open up the torso. <laughs> Shit. So that hard one can speak. Or I, I guess, no, no, no. Wait, hard wait. one's the face of the... No, oh, hard, hard one is the face? Okay. I thought hard one was cool. in the middle. So he's wearing clown. Oh, that makes He's wearing yeah. makeup, but he's in the middle? <laughs> I mean, you guys are dumb right. as hell. It makes That makes sense, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. We're committing I to think, that. Okay, we're committing to that, that hard one's in the middle. So I think hard one speaks, but I move my mouth as if I'm the one transmitting it. Oh, it is I, the jolly jouster. Watch me do a merry jig. And then I tap Saul. Go. Ivy's gesturing Saul. way too much. Saul's just legs are sweating so bad. All of his muscles are strained as for some reason the smallest dude is on the bottom. I'm punctuating hard one starts scatting. every single every single word. Jazz hands. You do know that small folk are allowed to compete in teams, so you don't have to if if you were a small folk. You wouldn't have to put on a giant trench coat. I shove him. <laughs> ah. Okay. Well, you're uh, competing in the Hedge Knight tournament. It's going to be very, very exciting this uh -huh, year. Uh -huh. uh, follow me inside. This guy's never heard of a gimmick before. <laughs> the attendant um, leads you into uh, the service entrance, um, and you hear the stomping of feet and cheering through the stone ceiling above you, but down here it is quiet and tense. The giants you're passing uh, down here are mostly fellow warriors, uh, or people, you know, working with those warriors, so the mood is very serious. You are brought to a private locker room 
area for you to prepare yourselves. Uh, you see there are Magitech, you know, literally like showers and like places to sharpen your weapons, seats and tables for you to rest or rehab on. Um, and the attendant goes, we'll be back for you when the time is ready. But in the meantime, feel free to watch the other contests. Um, you see he lowers a projection screen and shows the battles that are happening in the pit. Wow. And you see that there are two fire giants fighting, um, but it is far from a regular battle. You see, instead of the normal kind of sand pit that you'd expect in a coliseum like this, you see these magical platforms underneath them and barriers surrounding them that change the weather and conditions of the battle. You oh. see, as time passes, you see there's a fight where there's like heavy winds that throw competitors off of the platforms into dangerous pits and traps. Oh my. Other ones where there's like orbs summoning random minions. There are fights taking place in different climates. Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. Should we bring Honeysuckle with us or should we leave Honeysuckle to do the teleportation thing? My only thought is that, I mean, we're trying to keep them safe. Yeah, I don't I don't want them to become a target again. Um, okay, so we'll leave Honeysuckle. Leave honeysuckle. Yeah, do you want to bring... Um, I'll bring licorice, licorice Okay, though. okay. Licorice, comes licorice along. is just a summon. Honeysuckle, uh, uh, in the morning, was still uh, kind of working on powering this battery with Starfire. I was calling them Omnom and Sparky in my head. This is way better. Honestly, it's a nickname. Everyone can have their own name. I just <laughs> wanted a tether to him just to sort of counteract the tether that Gromdahl has. That's smart. She get a little bumper sticker that says, I love my honeysuckle or something like that. <laughs> it's got a little like silhouette of a worm on it. Calliope hides one that she already made in her <laughs> pocket. Yeah, that's a really good idea. So should we hit the buffet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see that there there is food left out. Mm -hmm. uh, lot, uh, lots of, um, you know, for the gladiators, disappointingly clean meats. You go there, there's a bunch of like grilled chicken and salads and things like that. Nothing on a bone that I can gnaw on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this chicken breast is the size of a roast chicken. Yeah. That's pretty big. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> kind of exciting, I guess. Yeah. You see, Kenneth sneaks off and comes back with a bunch of jumbo hot dogs that are 10 times the size of a normal oh, jumbo Oh, thank you, hot my dogs. squire. God. <laughs> <laughs> You've done well. Are we going to bring Kenna in with us? I mean, we have to, right? I mean, it's up to her, but I Kenna, hope so. Would you like yes, to yes. Jenna wants to fight. Of course, of okay, course. okay. Yeah. Let's do it then. All right. Hey, look, this hot dog's as long as my tongue. <laughs> I lost my appetite. <laughs> Why did you lick the hot dog to show us how long your tongue was? Uh, do, you guys, do you guys have any potions that you want to give me or anything? Or do we have any spells that oh. we want to yeah, load up let, on? Yeah, let's give you how many potions can you hold? As many as you can give me. Okay. Uh, Should we give you... Oh, but should we I, give you I, nine? I could hold 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without that's spilling. Your, is that your record? That's my record. You are a kegerator of potions. <laughs> yeah. Of healing. Um, we'll give you nine. See, Foster looks jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you get the hot dogs, little one. And then we each keep two. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We each okay. keep two. Mm -hmm. Kenna gets nine. Great. Okay. Kenna loads up on potions. Is there any way for us to find out who our... Uh, oh, yeah. Chainsaw McGraw. Is is who we're fighting? Yeah. Do Great. we? Okay. This is so stupid, and you guys can say no. We shouldn't try to do this. I'm already saying yes. But we could try to like toast him to say, "Hey, good match," and then try to poison his drink or his hot dog. <laughs> okay, so that I think takes it maybe a step too far. Poisoning a hot dog, okay. maybe. I thought this was like a blue sky session, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just worry that if I give someone, I guess you could maybe inject it with a needle. Yeah, or we could like 
we could douse his mask with poison so he's breathing in the fumes. Okay. <laughs> but I think the drink is probably good. I, yeah, my thought was because I have purified food and drink so I could always ah. poison it and then purify ours. Oh, yeah. that's, you know, that's great. Like toast yeah, him. He won't suspect anything. But I also... We're drinking the same. I don't know that chainsaw bag, bag man uh, <laughs> even would drink or entertain any sort of cordial approach. <laughs> right. You do your... So you, the other... You don't know who the other competitors are because like a lot of them have other knights that are with them or like maybe they'll have like a squire or something and they're like in their kind of closed locker rooms. You do hear him freaking out in his locker room and the chainsaw going off. I gotta be honest. I think this move is maybe for someone else. <laughs> I just can't I mean, see... We need like a knight who wants <laughs> who wants to entertain okay. formalities and I don't think he's our guy. Just, he might just not be bright at all though and we could just kind of put the poison <laughs> yeah, unmixed last... with anything just near him. Last pitch, last pitch. It. Okay, I love it. Alright, we, we get some red food coloring and we make it seem like it's the blood of his enemies and he drinks that. Can I do um, an inside check or like a check to see if I remember seeing him drink blood at all? Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. They, d- they did briefly date, so I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> a six. A six? Here's the problem with Chainsaw McGraw is Chainsaw wears a bag over his head, so you don't know how much gets in there, but you can assume he does drink blood. Yeah. Is there a way to get it essentially, to get the poison in the bag so he's essentially huffing poison? <laughs> That's okay. what I'm saying. Mouse it. Mouse it. <laughs> Wish you consider. No, I can't put you in harm's way. Okay, let's just fight him honorably, right? Yeah. right? I mean, let's just fight him honorably. <laughs> Great. You guys uh, decide against it, uh, and after a little bit, the attendant um, returns and goes, Jolly Jousters, we're ready for you. Okay. Okay. Ho ho. Let's go, JJs. Do uh, it. So you guys are ushered through the darkness of the lower Colosseum, but see a bright light at the end of the tunnel. And when you enter into the pit, you feel a rush of heat, not only from the various lava pits and magma moats, but the sea of humanoids that are screaming from the tiered stands above. As you are brought out with the other competitors, you are hit with jeers from the crowd. Hey, this. This fighting pit must look pretty big to you guys, huh? <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. We are but one jolly giant. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, asshole, feast your eyes on this. And I open the trench coat like a rude gesture, but it reveals all of us. <laughs> huh? We got you. Scandalized. We got you. You fell for it. Uh, some people do start cheering. Uh, they like that showmanship. I will cast Bless on all of us. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you nice. cast Bless as you go in. I'll do it second level so that I hit Kenna as well. Rad. Uh, you guys see several other acolytes in these black and red robes approach and begin separating the competitors into quadrants, dividing the battlefield into four. Uh, you see some acolytes shepherding the contestants while others are setting up Magitech equipment. Uh, across the field, you can see your fellow competitors. There are seven besides yourselves. Uh, it's a pretty eclectic crew of giants, some outsiders trying to make a name for themselves and others fire giants that lack the old family name who aren't able to get themselves into the more prestigious tournaments or duels. Directly across from you is, of course, <laughs> Chainsaw McGraw, uh, who is this absurdly <laughs> ripped giant in tiny shorts with a bag over his head. I uh, give him a flirty look. <laughs> he just goes, hurt, hurt you, hurt everyone. 
Uh, you see, fully doesn't understand the etiquette of fighting in the tournament and is being held back by several guards to not just fight. Uh, you see, he is trying to eat blood. He's so passionate. He's so passionate. Look at that. It would have worked. And as these guards are holding him back, uh, you do see an MC, this like senior attendant in fine robes, approaches the middle of the pit and clicks together his bracers to create a magical projection that projects his voice and an image of his body as he gestures to the crowd and the crowd roars in response. And he goes, welcome to the battle of the hedge knights where even the lowliest have a chance to earn the royal favor <laughs> of the glorious King Ektar. I look at the most regal person here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Chainsaw McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> what family do you come from? Chainsaw. What family do you have, Chainsaw? <laughs> uh, you see uh, the MC gestures up to uh, the king's seat atop a balcony where he is surrounded by attendants pouring him um, wine and bringing him food. See, the king kind of just waves for him to get on with it. We begin with eight giants, or in this case, seven giants and one squad of small folk. Um, you see the acolytes. Oh acti- my God, we're a swarm to them. <laughs> a swarm of small folk? <laughs> right, yeah, we, we'd like to use one stat block. Mark. So funny. <laughs> um, you see uh, the acolytes that were setting up the Magitek back off um, and activate the devices, and you see they glow and create barriers locking off the individual quadrants. So locking you in here with Chainsaw McGraw. <laughs> uh, and the MC continues. Each giant is paired off against one opponent for the first round. Once your opponent is bested, a barrier will drop and you'll be connected to another quadrant. This will continue until the entire battlefield is open and one giant is left standing. Each quadrant has its own set of environmental challenges that will compound as more sections open up. And now, without further ado, please give it up for your hedge knights! In the bottom right corner, it's Snaldin Scalder versus Iskar Hardshell the Dragon Tortleborn. Uh, you see, <laughs> Snaldin Scalder is just a generic fire giant fighter in cheap leather armor waving to the crowd to a tepid response, while this giant turtle man with an iron shell draws a huge reaction, uh, and he points at Snaldin and goes, I'll see you in jail. <laughs> Everyone goes fucking wild. Okay, so they do know a good gimmick huh. when they see it. In the top right corner, we've got two hometown boys, Halleck Scourge versus Jorb Grundle. Oh, uh, and, oh, no. And you see Jorb, but you see two young fire giant knights uh, wave to the crowd, and Jorb looks across the battlefield at you guys and goes, once I'm done with him, we finish this. If we don't get killed first. Killed. <laughs> chainsaw McGraw uh, revs his chainsaw. Uh, and, uh, the MC uh, goes with it and goes, and of course in the top left corner, <laughs> crowd favorite, Chainsaw McGraw. And there's like cheers, but people are a little worried and concerned. Oh. Versus the Jolly Jousters. I take out my jewel cigarette and start smoking. Uh, you see, yeah, tepid response at first, but as you uh, start vaping, uh, you get a few cheers. <laughs> the crowd. <laughs> and of course, in the bottom right corner, it's Barg Snib Facts versus the original Jolly Jouster. What? Uh, what? See, what? What? Barg is another fire giant warrior, <laughs> but the other Jolly Jouster is a cloud giant in clown makeup that kind of looks like Jared Leto's 
Joker and <laughs> looks oh at God. you guys, locks eyes with you guys so fucking steamed. It was a case of parallel thinking, I swear to God. Hey, Jake's whoever is- wins this keeps the name. That's what's really at stake. Nods, uh, and you hear the MC goes, well, I hope that guy doesn't hold any resentment towards these small folks stealing his gimmick. <laughs> and now, let the tournament begin! How could this happen? Our gimmick was so original. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. Woo! 23. 25. 26. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At the start of the fight in your quadrant, you see a pedestal with a sphere atop it rises from the platform below you. It radiates some kind of electricity, and you mm-hmm. see lightning begin shooting off of it, connecting oh. with the arcane barriers around you and electrifying them. Okay. Um, it begins also radiating wind around it and creating a storm inside your quadrant as rain and hail uh, crashes down. This quadrant that you guys are stuck in is 60 feet wide and 60 feet long. You are standing near the middle, 10 feet from Chainsaw McGraw, who holds this chainsaw over his head that's about 20 feet long. Oh, boy. And you guys are um, about 20 feet from the back wall at this juncture. Wow. At the start of the round, uh, Cal, you are first to act. At the start of your turn, give me a strength saving throw as you feel this wind beginning to pull you towards the arcane barriers behind you that are electrified. You see like as some um, rocks and debris and stuff um, picks up, uh, you see it hits the arcane barrier and is shocked and disperses. 13. 13 fails by one. So you move 1d10 back. You only fall three feet back. So you are still uh, quite a distance from the um, arcane wall. You don't have to worry about it yet. Okay, I'm mounted. Licorice is gonna use his movement. To get us to um, Chainsaw McGraw. To get us to Chainsaw McGraw. And then after I attack, he's gonna take a different Kill a worm! (laughs) (laughs) Kill your worm! Kill your worm! Okay, first attack is a 29. Chainsaw McGraw is wearing no shirt (laughs) and very little pants. Second attack is 29 again. Ah, it's the skin! (laughs) Okay. It's the skin! I'm gonna do a flourish. And I will do two first level smites. Great. Okay. So, yeah, Callie, you ride up on Licorice. You see uh, Chainsaw McGraw's quite clumsy, <laughs> pulls back, starts revving the chainsaw. As he leaves his big, open, exposed chest, you dart in on Licorice and stab into his exposed flesh uh, twice quickly. I go yeah. plus eight to my AC. Ooh-hoo. And then Ooh-hoo. 35 nice. plus eight becomes 40. 43. Uh, yeah, you fuck Chainsaw McGraw right up. A stab into him, burst of starfire. <laughs> and then I'm going to, uh, Licorice is going to take disengage. Okay. Can we go 30 feet? You can get 30 feet from him, but you'll be next to the wall. So if you fail, if you get knocked above five feet, you'll get knocked into the wall. Oh, okay. So then you know what? We will stay within range and I will cast bonus action sanctuary it's not concentration on uh licorice great nice okay after callie's turn that is saul's turn and i'm blessed yeah sick so that's uh attacks and saves great attacks and saves that's very fun oh start of your turn uh strength save oh right uh 19 
19 passes. Woo. Uh, yeah, Saul, uh, you dig deep, get low. Um, most of the wind <laughs> is going over your head. Uh, you do feel rain pouring down and stuff, but the um, wind tunnel is just starting to pick up. You're able to uh, yeah. kind of use your sticky membrane to stay stuck to the ground here. Yeah, I was in a permanent squat the entire walk over here, so yeah. I'm like really steady. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm just going to like hope that... <laughs> the fact that I'm small and I have a displacement scarf means that uh, he's going to have a hard time hitting me with a chainsaw that is five times my size. Right, yeah. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to just gonna hold on to that hope uh, and I'm just going to get up there and uh, just wail on his kneecaps. So I'm going to do two attacks. Great. Uh, that's a natural one and a natural three. Okay. No! His kneecaps are really hard. <laughs> what, what, what do those add up to? Yeah, because he's he's not wearing much. Shit, that's a good point. Okay. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> so, uh, 11? 11 does not hit. Okay, but then... Uh, so you see, his knees are quite hard. <laughs> 13? 13 hits. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Punches knee one time and just mm-hmm. hit bone, but then you get behind him um, and sort of buckle his leg. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Always go for the soft parts. It's an eight on my uh, poison damage, yeah. so that is going to be 18 points of damage. Uh, I poison his knee real bad. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> See, a rash begins to form. There was already a rash there. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Starts picking at the poison ivy back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where, where are you from? I don't have a crush on you anymore. I'm from the woods. <laughs> okay, actually, I have a crush on you again. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and do a flurry of blows while I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm here. Why not? Uh, yeah, you keep punching down. Kill a frog. <laughs> so you've got like Terminator vision that's just like the wet parts of his knee. Yeah, when did you discover this passion? Making bags out of people. You Wait, is the bag on your head made of human skin? It's my dream to someday make a bag out oh, of skin. Oh, you haven't done it yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> 20 and 25. Both hit. Okay, great. <laughs> Saul appears before his vision, briefly turns into a frog purse. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, 17 more damage. Uh, sick. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Uh, keep uh, hitting into Chainsaw McGraw's legs, uh, causing him to buckle. He keeps trying to wind up to get ready to attack, but uh, you guys are too quick for him at yeah. the moment. Uh, anything at the end of your turn? Any bonus actions or anything? You you flurried. Uh, right? Yeah, I flurried, so I'm Great. good. I just run around in a circle around him. Great. Um, he buzzes his chainsaw. <laughs> No, no, no. (laughs) The only thing that's ever bothered him. No. Uh, Hard one, that's your turn. Uh, Okay, Uh, so strength save? Strength save, just kick it off. Okay, that's uh, 18. Uh, 18 passes. Great. Uh, Sweet, so you uh, weather the storm um, and you are not pushed into any of the uh, fences here. Okay, Uh, then I guess I just uh, am going to take a step towards Chainsaw McGraw and say... (laughs) I don't care how beautiful you are under that bag. I'm going to fuck you right up. And it's not going to be pretty like I imagine you are. I just crit. Yeah! So the crit will also count as a perception check. You see under the bag, which yeah. is really more of kind of a stocking, uh-huh. you do mm-hmm. see that Chainsaw McGraw is maybe super handsome. <gasps> oh, my fuck God. Fuck me. Fuck me. Um, okay, that is... 25 damage. Nice. Uh, and I'll take my second attack. And that one is a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 hits, of course. I'll use a superiority die uh, to make 
It's a goading attack. Ooh. That's another 26 damage. Uh, shit. And now he's got to roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> and if he fails, he has disadvantage on all attack rolls against targets other than me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chainsaw McGraw does not have good wisdom and uh, absolutely fails. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. He's a strength charisma build. <laughs> You're hot and dumb. Just like I thought. (laughs) Uh, Sweet. Okay, so uh, he looks quite injured. After Hard One's turn, some of the other competitors are uh, launching in to fight each other. Uh, The um, barriers between you guys are translucent. Uh Um, It is kind of hard to see what's going on there. You can't really see who's getting the better of who. Any terrain that we clock? So you do Mm. clock some terrain. Um, You do see that uh, in the lower left... That is the Jolly Jousters fight, the original Jolly Jouster. Uh, You see uh, he's fighting someone on a platform surrounded by water. So it looks like their uh, quadrant is filling up with water. Mm. And you see uh, the one that Jorb is fighting with. Can't really see what's going on there. It looks like just kind of a raised platform, like they're having just like a gladiator joust. Uh, And you see bottom right, the uh, Iskar the Dragon Tortleborn is fighting someone. And there's also a giant like octopus monster in the quadrant with them. Uh, But it is Uh, on dry land. So it's just kind of like uselessly snapping out its tentacles for now. After a couple of the other guys' turns, that is Chainsaw McGraw's turn. Chainsaw McGraw is going to roll a strength save. Um, and passes comfortably, um, is going to run over to hard one and go, you're my favorite. <laughs> oh, lucky me. I understand. Uh, revs the chainsaw. 19 going to hit? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it will. 26 damage on the first attack with the chainsaw. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> that thing's actually kind of painful. I am actually going to, I have a reaction. Ooh. I'm going to turn it back on him. Rebuke the violent. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. So he takes half the damage? No, no, no. He does a wisdom save or it takes all of the damage. Whoa. Yeah. Let me Whoa. let me see precisely the... Okay. Immediately after an attacker within 30 feet deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failure, the attacker takes radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. Or half damage on a success. Um, yeah, he uh, takes full damage. Uh, you see, yeah, Chainsaw uh, hits into Hard One, cuts through some of his armor, but you see there's an explosion out of Hard One's wound uh, that hits uh, Chainsaw McGraw. Ah, you're magic. <laughs> magic. You're goddamn right I am. Magic. We've seen under that mask, you're the magic one. Uh, and then uh, takes a second attack, does hit. Uh, 24 damage that time. Okay. And then has a third. Uh, he's wielding the chainsaw with like one hand. Whoa. Uh, and then he makes a grapple attempt. Uh, so go ahead and give me a contested athletics check. 21. Okay. He got a 17. So you see he uh, grabs onto you with one hand, um, but you go two on one. You use two hands on his big meaty wrist, um, and you're able to like stalemate him. As you see, he tries to push your head into the barrier. Lightning! Tease the lightning! I don't think so, Stud Muffin. Not today. <laughs> uh, you see, as he uh, tries to push you near the barrier, uh, you smell his minty breath. <laughs> he takes care of himself. Did you use Banaka? Uh, <laughs> I saw you drinking blood. How is it? How is it minty? After uh, Chainsaw McGraw's turn, we cut pretty far down the initiative order mm. to get to Kenna. Kenna, Hi. you're blessed. You see, Kenna looks at you 
and surveys the situation. Uh-huh. Do you want me to support you or do you guys want me to take the shot? I want you to take the shot. I want you to finish take the job. Take the shot. Yeah. Uh, great. She pulls the hammer off her back and she's like, I've been holding in a lot of rage these past <laughs> couple days. Can I look at Saul and be like, get your hollow hands going because we are going to want to show this to Jaina. Uh, and you see uh, she walks forward. I've only taken hammers 101, but I have a lot of experience in the field. <laughs> uh, and she's going to take a uh, couple cracks at Chainsaw McGraw. She's uh, blessed. Natural 18. Yeah. And then with Bless, uh, she more than easily hits. He has let his guard down, literally is wrestling with hard one with one hand, trying to use a chainsaw with the other hand. She does nine damage to him, uh, which brings him to death's door. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then it manages to hit again, yeah. and even with the minimum amount of damage, is able to finish him off. So you see she cracks him once across the face. Uh, you see um, blood shoots out from under the bag uh, as he grabs his <laughs> face. Uh, you see she smashes his chest with the warhammer hitting him into one of the barriers. You see it electrocutes him. Um, You see all of this lightning damage going into this giant um, who begins to sizzle and pop and cook from the inside as you see his muscles inflate. Save that beautiful face. (laughs) And Chainsaw McGraw explodes as the audience goes crazy for this first round kill. Um, And you see as Chainsaw McGraw goes down, the southern barrier of your quadrant goes down. um, And you see the original Jolly Jouster uh, is in the middle of a fight. Uh, You see they're atop platforms as water breaks in from uh, the uh, uh, destroyed barrier and begins filling up your quadrant. Swim, everyone. (laughs) Uh, The platform below you uh, cracks and begins to float up, um, but it is inconsistent. Mm -hmm. uh, And you see that there are gaps in uh, the platform here under which you can see water. And you see that the electrical sphere that was causing the weather uh, submerges under the water and Uh begins shooting lightning and electricity through the water. And the wind tunnel changes from wind to a whirlwind pool as you feel yourselves beginning to get sucked into it as two giants lock eyes on you and that's where we'll end our session you guys absolutely fucked up chainsaw that felt good kind of how it had to go I can't believe you left the mystery of his face a mystery forever yeah well you guys have to think you guys guys absolutely blew him Mm. up (laughs) we'll never know Um, and with that uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up thank you yeah you can listen to us over on the uh, short rest patreon.com slash nadpod that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D don't sing yet don't do it Um, we do have everyone cut it out (laughs) Uh, we do have some live shows to plug we of course have October 7th our Carnegie Hall show uh, in Show. York. Better be show. coming. Get that at nadpod.com slash live. We also have other shows you can get at nadpod.com slash live. That, uh, we're going to be in Minneapolis on September 13th for Dungeon Court. Madison on September 14th. Milwaukee on September 15th. Oh, yeah. Chicago on September 16th for Dungeon Court. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles on, on October 26th for Dungeon Court. That's 
I'm sorry. October 27th will be in Denver. October 28th will be in Sacramento. Yes, October yes. 29th will be in Portland for Dungeon Court. Yeah. November 10th will be in Las Vegas. November 14th will be in New Orleans. November 15th will be in Orlando. And finally, we'll be wrapping up with Dungeon Court in Fort Lauderdale on November 17th. Beautiful. Yeah, so check those out at nadpod.com slash live. And in the meantime, you can follow us on all on social media that we may or may not use at chmurfsme, at Caldys Caldwell, at Emily. At Jake Hurts is Jake, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N E D D P O D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. It's the end of our show, which means we simply must shout out our benevolent, beautiful, delightful council of elders. Let's get right to it. Brad D, Jeffrey S, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Al, Daniel G, Katie G, Dungeon Mama, parentheses, okay, maybe a little bit sexual, end parentheses, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, aka Balnor's Boy, Hoyt's Friend, Justin I, Danny Danster, TJM, Trey The Cray, Christopher B, Damiel R, Jordan L, Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt Beep Boop, Binky Fiasco, the eccentric skeleton who hosts Spellcheck, Princess Yar, Michael L, Simon the Archer, Callum L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C., star of every film ever made in Bohemia, not currently starring in anything in solidarity with the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. Solidarity, my friend. Thank you, Nicholas. Samuel B., Mike H., Alka Smeltzer Plus, Great Value Jimma, Adam G., Tyler F., Panama James, Heradrian, Rex Daniel the White, Diana De Los Lopez, Cece Lulu, Timmy R., Lucas B, Reiko, it's Kevin, Calder will come cold again, winter is coming, hashtag CCC forever, shout out to my fairy followers, Taylor B, the vengeful one-winged angel, Cass, skateboard Cass, Mike K, Lady Taco, Victoria M, author of Fifty Shades of Brown, a Crick's cookbook, yum, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Swashbuckling Swag Snagger, William W, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Riot Ryan, Hungry Dave's Frisbee Golf Bud, what is up my dude, I've been waiting at the course for half an hour, where are you? Ananarama, Percival Frederickstein von Musel Klasowski de Rolo Third, Item, The Simple Dimples, J Dragonborn, Vincent Thrum, as you are, Daniels. The Sandrean, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookfar's assistant, Izzy F, DPC is awesome, Shown, the Shade Tree Mechanic of Zeldar, Summer Rose, aka Grantaire, Marky Mark, the Marvelous Mining Engineer, Cat C, Kel Slay, Misa of House in Zunza, Ariel, the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, aka Velociraptor, B, Perky Always, Pat L, Lauren H, Talia, Ryan S, The Bone Duster, 
the charming fluff. Melissa, ball business illustrator, insert request. Hmm. Oh, it's been a while since we've done anything with Albin. Um, I would love to see what he and Ma Goblin are getting up to back in Esri. Thanks. Bloops. Carly Ann. Connor S. Salil. Leviathan. Bioquirt7. Amber Dextrous. Sullivan H. Trub Hopdropper. Sydney Tatum. Jack Hubert. Crabster Champion Acrod. Scuttling sideways towards tomorrow. Snip Snip. Afriex. Lindsay W. Juicy Kiwi and Murph, that was a little picnic called Manjas in Central Park, you silly goose. We're pre-gaming the live show. Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Noah, the bagel of all things. James G, everything bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey. Daddy Master Dandy, Eric B, Marcos, learns the balance druid. Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, Betrothed, self-proclaimed, Fay Prince, until Halloween 2023. Oh, stay tuned. Wow. Tracy P., the Crick Elf Librarian. Andy E., Maggie S., the 2022 Spellcheck Champion. What happened in 2023, Maggie? We gotta know. Holly H., Kristen Z., Leia C., Hunter H., Maybe, Pixel Stars, Akash T., Dufinius, Cal, just Cal, Edison N., Russell H., a monk named Dilgo. Yes, the whole thing. Yes, every time. Cody Care. Our friend Simon trying to bandage Juicy Kiwi, but it's only a dream, and he's trapped, so he can't help with real ducks. Alas. Keychains, Pentium 2, Processor. Two is all I need, baby. Lorelai, the succubus, and Kyra, her busty queen. Your friendly neighborhood yaunt and yunkle, Andrew and Sid. Nope, sorry, just promoted to mom and dad. Baby Nadpole coming December. Congratulations, y'all. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia, who's gotten promoted due to her superb service to Simon. Congrats. James F., M4L, Austin S., Wayfarer, has now settled into their new life in the Fey Realm as a florist. What could go wrong? Hmm. Shane C. Barpo Goodbarrel Barbarian. Mary Beth C. See y'all in Chicago and NYC. Woohoo! See you there, Mary Beth. Contender in the making. Welshlander. Garrett G. AKA One Big Curd. Mr. D. Dana the Daisy. Sean J. Ethan B. Renee the Monster Captain. Gabriel W. Brox Clifton, the once and medium king. Olivia, the enchanting bard who is working hard on her addition for the lead singer of the Mountain Crows. Yeah. Winter Slade? Forest H, aka Life is like a box of Martha Togold's sticky buns. You never know which one you're going to get, but they're always really good. Thanks, Mom. Riley S. Fico. Angry Wheat. Thrath, the demon lord of spite. Anthony, the raddest of dudes who secured his Carnegie Hall tickets for himself and his lovely partner Josh, the finest of dudes. Congrats, dudes. See you there. Josh H., Mango Empanadas. Clementine T., Caleb L., Fairies followers say hi. Hashtag Calder will come cold again. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian. MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. <laughs> Mm, that's the T sound. Little Ferret Pal, Dogs of Babel, Mr. Meowski, Gino T, Mama Bell, the Silver Serpent herself, 
Om nom 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 nom. That's how she eats too. Funir. Bow chicka wow wow. Derek D. Tristan, the talentless hunk. Leon Kamori, legendary hero of Bohemia from a future campaign. Mios, the great. Alex K. Joshua P. Joshua S. Alexander. Linz W. Angel La Pamela Sandra Hyphen Rita. Emma S. Red, the reforged, warforged. Dragon Knight 86. The godly king. A cat casually basking in the sun, enjoying the soothing sounds of Nadpod. Hard One's hot hump gunk. Yeah. Shell B, who now arrived in 2022, following the 2.2 crew in 2 Humia. Welcome. Thank you. Angela B, Jake S, stale bread on a salad, a.k.a. Crouton. Jackson R, T3RHX, Michelle, Andrew S, Nova B, the Deathcore Bard, Caitlin D, Z-Borb, Blake H, Big Bev's Bestie, Lloyd, the rat that controls my cerebellum, Appa Remy from Ratatouille style, Shelby C, Papa Sky Days, Meemaw Sky Days, Haley, the human, Lord Dayman, Duke of the Dungeon, Megan N, the Big M, Bagpipes of Code, Stephanie of House Inzunza, and finally, Jake's Ramen Shop. Thank you so much to everyone that donated and listened. We cannot do it without you. If you would like to join the illustrious number of the council, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's it for us, but we'll see you here next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>